Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Selena's Underground Podcast. We're finally out of 2020. We left that year behind. We we did another circle around the sun. And everything's going to be great and beautiful from now on. Mm-hmm. I feel great today. Awesome. So Awesome. It's a, it's day, a great one, day one. 364 one. days to go. One, one. Shh. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year to again if uh again I got Electro and Lily today on the mic. Happy yeah. New Year. It's, uh, still no regular guests. The the vaccines are not doing their job. No. no. People are dying left and right. Did you People see? People are leaving them out. <laughs> like unrefrigerated. See? The guy wow. in Wisconsin got arrested because he purposely spoiled them. I, I mean, I, I don't know what his deal with, but he was just like, fuck this shit. I feel like we'll find out more, but it is interesting that a hospital worker would just ruin 500 doses. I think he just got fired. Some of the article or some of the headlines, I'm not going to lie. I didn't read any actual articles. Some of the headlines I wrote said, like, recently fired hospital yeah. farm. Like, so he's like, fuck you. Got, everybody dies because you got fired. Because yeah. I got fired. Yeah. But really, there's there's one thing I wanted to start this show with. And we got to talk about this. This is the fucking news. I don't know if you've been watching the news or anything. Never. I this hate is, that fucking show. <laughs> but this is this is what everybody's been talking about and everybody wants to know. Mm-hmm. Is Hilaria Baldwin from Spain? Who? <laughs> Alec Baldwin's wife. You haven't heard um, about the fucking controversy? I, no, what's going on? Is what she the fuck? from Spain? <laughs> I thought she was. I thought she was. She's from Boston. So apparently, and and he I thought hate, he married a Spaniard, and then he did it, and I, now he's suing. Or they he's suing. <laughs> no, they both of them. They seem to have been portraying her as this Spanish person. She's been on like Spanish Us Weekly and all this. She has a Spanish accent, apparently. Well, I yeah. thought she was Hispanic for sure. Well, it comes out that somebody's like, bro, you know, your name is Hillary, and you're from Boston, right? And so everybody was like, oh, let's forget about this whole presidential shit and coronavirus and talk about Alec Baldwin's fifth wife or whatever the fuck. (laughs) He had five kids with this woman. And she looks incredible. She just had her fifth kid. By the way, his name is Eduardo. Like he, they named all of their kids like Spanish names. And (laughs) she doesn't fuck. She just, she's like this like health. You know, well, I, like yoga person. She's 36. She's Dang. young and she's hot. How and she just had her fifth Alec kid, Baldwin. dude, and she looks incredible. So, so Baldwin's Baldwin is be like 62. 60. Yeah. She could do whatever she wants. Dude. I am 33. Why mm-hmm. even think about dating at this age? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <You'll laughs> get them at Alex. <laughs> yeah. I'm back at year old of 60. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's one of the sad and kind of neat things because we are guys. Well, it mm-hmm. says her name is Hil- Hilaria Thomas Baldwin. So yeah, the Thomas part. Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. Tommy. But I don't even know why it's a thing, and I don't know why I said it with a lisp. I don't <laughs> sorry, either. sorry, Spanish who, who people. Who are you supposed to be now? <laughs> sorry, Spanish well, people. I thought it was because yeah, I remember you told me like I remember he tweeted or something when like Walter Mercado died. So like, you gotta be fucking Mexican to know about that shit, man. 
So you know what? If she's not, they're doing the research. She's a, <laughs> she's a Mexican enthusiast, maybe, or a Spanish enthusiast. Which you know what? You can't be mad. If at If you that. did the research, you know who Walter Mercado is. I'm cool with it. Well, and you know, but <laughs> and name on, your son Eduardo. <laughs> well, and people are like trying to clown her to be like, "You're not Spanish. You're white." Mm-hmm. And it's like. Spanish people are white. Technically, right? <laughs> they are. Look, she just had a baby, and this is oh, her working out in her bathroom. Wait a minute, Ozzy, have you seen this? <laughs> I mean, I follow Alec Baldwin on Instagram, and sometimes he'll like repost her shit, and she's... it's incredible. I, I don't know how she's had five kids. This is crazy. She has, yeah. She's thin. It's nice life. Anyway, that nice that is news to me, Oz. Yeah, apparently the the internet's been a but. This is where I. That's this ridiculous. Is, when this is where I that, think that's that, headlines. Well, and then yeah, that's exactly where I start believing these Alex Jones and conspiracy people mm-hmm. that like somebody's pulling the strings. Like we're questioning the fucking government's leaving us with this coronavirus shit. The fucking Trump's still trying to do whatever he can. Shit's going crazy. So they're like, you know what, hilaria. <laughs> And we all fall for it. So you it's like this government's gotta... that savvy. Do you think they had this in their back pocket? You're like, you know no. what? At the end of the day, she's not Hispanic. So, so we're going to. We got that card. We're going to hold this. It's, no, not the American government. Fuck no. They're not that good. <laughs> it's somebody else. That's yeah. the scary the part. Illuminati's? No. Shapeshifters? Shapeshifters. Oh, Who is what's it? What's the shapeshifter thing? I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> yeah. What are it's we just talking so, here? It's just so weird. And the the fa- I mean, when you see it on, I mean, this is on NBC or, News, yeah. New York Times, the motherfucking New York Times. That should be journalistic. Who the fuck they reads the sound, New York Times? Old people know. read they the just New sound York like Times. A, but they just sound like they'd be legit. You know, the New York Times. I mean, shit. You gotta be like forty to read the New York Times. Well, she's thirty. Hilarious, thirty six. So she probably she, has no she doesn't clue. Even, she doesn't she even, even know. no idea. She's yeah. going around like, "What's going uh-huh. on?" I don't know. She's I'm like, still Spanish. She's like, yeah, I'm married to Baldwin. I mean, Eduardo Baldwin. That's badass. That's badass. <laughs> but Eduardo Baldwin is pretty fucking cool. What? Then her, Dang. his brother Leonardo. Leonardo. Whoa. Yeah. And sister Cam- Carmen Gabriela. Damn. They went hard on that. They earned it. They they went hard. They signed legal documents to make their children sound <laughs> Hispanic. And also, when you go on her Wikipedia page, she's described as an American podcaster. So much respect. I, I love like that. All, that's I, like, I can relate to a lot of these things. Yeah. <laughs> We're basically sisters. So mm-hmm. I don't know why this is like news or why people are outraged. It's like fucking leave her alone. I don't alone. think anybody is. <laughs> if it's making the news, like obviously it's meant to cause reaction. The world's right? just a sick fucking place right now. And it <laughs> and I can only imagine also how many salty ass people see Alec Alec Baldwin's not very attractive anymore. No. no. And you see them with a very attractive young girl. It's like fuck this guy. Yeah. Well he's you know funny what? I owe the New York actor. Times. What do you mean? I, yeah, I mean he's he's a great actor. Did he say has five kids with this bitch? Uh did he have kids with? Didn't, wasn't he married to Kim Basinger? Did he yeah, have kids with her? He made like Kim Basinger's oh clone. So how many oh kids God. did he have, have with you Basinger? Seen his roast. 
Yeah, probably, but I don't remember. I don't know if he only had her. I think he just has her. He has Ireland, Ireland at least, because she's so hot. She's so hot. She's like Kim Basin girl all over again. Oh, my God. Dude. Like in... Six six children, yeah. including so Ireland. Ireland, so it's like Ireland, and then his five kids with Hilaria. So they're all Mexican names, and then Ireland. Mm-hmm. What a, no, I like it. That's a, I like his style. <laughs> well, it, is he Irish? I don't know. Baldwin? In 30 Rock, his character was Irish. And again, he hated his mom's last name because he was like a bunch of sheep fuckers. <laughs> he literally <laughs> called them sheep. He think he said sheep fornicators, obviously, because it was NBC. He fucking crushed it on Dude, that fucking I show. I loved him in that show. That was made for him. That, that was so good. And he's making a little comeback with his Trump, you know, and, and SNL and... Yeah, I haven't he, really watched he it. You can do no wrong. Do you ever see Glengarry Glenn Ross? No. Mm-mm. I still, again, highly encourage anybody. It's a, it's, it's a pretty boring film. Uh, again, like a courtroom drama type situation. But it's so good. And Alec Baldwin's in it for one scene, and you remember him forever. Hmm. Always be closing. Okay. You hear me, you dumb fucks? <laughs> Good to know. God, let you, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross is so good. He's always he's also great in Along Came Polly. Oh yeah, Dude. he is so good in that oh, yeah. movie. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross is Alec Baldwin, Jack Lemmon, Al Pacino. Um, what's the dude from American Beauty that went crazy? Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Fuck, dude, Kevin Spacey. He's the shit, dude. I don't care. <sighs> he's an amazing actor. He's an amazing actor. <laughs> Dude, he plays bad guys. He's a bad guy in real life, and all he does is play bad guys. Hey, guess what? He's not being secretive. Not always plays bad guys. Plays the greatest bad guys, though. Yeah, he's John Doe, though. He he cut Gwyneth Paltrow's head off. Spoilers for Seth. (laughs) (laughs) You know that character, Old Gil, in The the Simpsons? Yeah. that, that, That character is based on Jack Lemmon's character from Glengarry Glenn Ross. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I was going to say Kevin Spacey, but uh, he fucking hates him. He hates Kevin, Kevin Spacey? Spacey? No. Well, Kevin Spacey hates him. Oh. Because I don't want to spoil the movie. Don't. But the oh. guy's like, dude, why Why are you fucking me over? Like, don't do this to me. And he just looks at him and he's like, because I don't like you. Mm. And he just delivers it in the only way Kevin Spacey can Fuck deliver. Yeah, could, I've never I seen this movie like, and I yeah, can, I I can, can see I can it. picture it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So fucking he's good. He's so cold. Yeah. Oh, you he know plays what else that he really cr- well, like in Horrible Bosses. Yeah, I was about to say Horrible Bosses. He crushed it in that yeah. movie. That makes you wonder, like, you're like, you can't be that good of a horrible boss. Like, you have to be a little He was bit in like that this. movie, Two Swimming with Sharks, where he was basically, like, a real fucking dickhead boss. Hmm. With that guy from Pulp Fiction. The guy gets shot from Field of Dreams. I don't know his name. You guys get what I'm t- talking about? What the hell was his name? From Field of Dreams. He was the guy that gets the shot in, in um, uh, Pulp Fiction with what the Royale with cheese. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, Royal with cheese. Does I don't he know. And he's also like in Field of Dreams. Yeah, he's like the, the, the rookie, right? Uh-huh. So, yeah, it's a movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> Rombano Movie Power yeah. Hour available every it's week. It's a quick reminder to yeah. watch the Electron Bono Movie Power yes, Hour. Yes, Lily's often on that show. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead and listen also to that. Also known as Lil Lil. Lil Lil. <laughs> <laughs> 
But anyway, we're here. let's talk. What's going on, Selena? Selena. Yeah. Not Any, much. Anything for Selena. Anything for you know that guy recently passed away. Who? That actor. That, that actor recently oh, passed away. Oh, I thought away. like the cholo who said that to her. Yeah. Oh. The well, actor. that actor. Yeah. Okay. Well, the actor. Not that. I think there was a real cholo. Do you think that was like an actual scene story. in her life? Yeah. Maybe. Taken right go, from her life. I'm going out on a limb and say that didn't happen. Screenwriters. The Quintanillas have to, they're like the most family that's most full of themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, they produce Selena, so it's, it's it's respectable. But Los Dinos, come on, back off. So, any, but wait, yeah, wait, that, j- tell me you're not a Cumbia Kings fan. <laughs> oh, dude, I love Cumbia Kings. Yeah, really? awesome. you know? I was I was saying it sarcastically, but you guys like them. <laughs> well, you don't really like a lot of Spanish music. You listen to salsa or what? You're the type of Mexican that listens to salsa at a quinceañera. I, I listen to that. stupid that's, tax collector. That's an insult brought to us by the tax collector. <laughs> How is that not a great movie? Check out the election <laughs> bottom. <laughs> full episode that got lost. Mm-hmm. But, well, no, that guy that said anything for Salinas, he uh, was a gay guy that recently died of COVID, actually, mm. believe it or not, dude. He died of COVID complications. And this is how America's fucked up. I heard about this because his partner started a GoFundMe to pay for his funeral expense. And I mean, I know he wasn't a main fucking character in that shit, but dude, that is iconic. Yeah. That right. is an iconic scene. No, that's not, that doesn't mean you should be set up for the rest of your life. I'm not saying that, but I mean, <laughs> at some point, dude, somebody within the production or in the Quintanilla family should, would have heard about this and said, well, we're going to pay for your funeral. Yeah, let me take care of him. Okay. Yeah, you would think. We're going to bring the bumper from the movie. Yeah, that's definitely probably the most recognizable line from that movie. Yeah. And we else? literally have a beer can on our shelf right now of a beer made in Salinas called Anything for Salinas. Fuck yeah. Kind of puts Salinas on the map. It has nothing to do with Salinas. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. But it's people so are seeing it. And they're like, do you know that there's an actual place? I know. You Salinas? need to take that sound bite and make it a part of like, do we do an intro? <laughs> that was a, a part of our original intro. I'm sure if you go really? back to our first 20 or 30 episodes, we probably have anything for Salinas clip. We're going to do it again. We're going to remake. We're going to review. We're going to remix it. That's <laughs> <laughs> I'm down. But anything. Anyway, speaking of Salinas, especially the old town, got a two-way street going on. Mm-hmm. Dude, I think that's that's going to be one of them things like two or three years down the road or even farther. That's like, fuck, we just spent all that money and it didn't do shit. Yeah. yeah. What's really the difference? It's kind, it's kind of a boondoggle. Yeah. Um, but but like I say, because well, one of the reasons why I think it may not work is because they are so desperate to make it the old town, a neighborhood that it's not. They really want to make it Santana Row. And I keep saying mm-hmm. that. Um, and if you don't know what that is, go to Santana Row and you're going to be like, I want this in Salinas. Nah, bitch, we can't afford that. No. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's, the, it's not Salinas. Yeah. And people like there there has to be a market for it yeah like we, that's not what our town is they, yeah but no you could see how they're definitely moving in that direction or making an attempt they wanted to and again and as somebody that has a business here and that also enjoys it here i i don't mind it if that's what it ultimately ends up being and it works and i could still keep doing what i'm doing that's cool 
Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm all for progress. Progress happens. But we're to, gonna get pushed out. <laughs> I, I keep saying that. Well, and and oh, so to, so yeah, along those lines, so in the city of Salinas, if you build housing, there's a law, and it's a statewide law. So, but in C- Salinas also has it. If you build a new housing development, twenty percent of it has to be low income. However, something. you can buy out. That and also the old town neighborhood has an exemption already. It it's already exempt. So any anything built in that and and that goes from obviously the three hundred the one two three hundred block of Main Street and then it goes out to like Monterey Street and I don't know how far out Lincoln Street maybe. <laughs> So basically, if you're a developer, you can put houses or apartments in there and it could be 100 percent market rate, which is basically what the highest you can get or whatever they're they're renting for at that time. Mm-hmm. So and that's where you're seeing the Bank building is now being turned again into 20 into 49 apartments. The Californian building is being turned into 21 apartments. And here, the Dick Bruin building, they just released more information of what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And of course, the second and third floor are going to be 19 apartments. Nice. And yeah, nice, except the chances of us being able to afford it. Yeah. Because market rate, like a one bedroom apartment in Salinas is, I think, what, like $1,200, $1,400, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and and again, they, they say you have to, what is it, 30% of your income should be the maximum, right? The What you pay for your housing. So if you're talking $1,200, that means you have to make $3,600 a month. Not tremendous, you know, and you're not, you're you're not Bill Gates or anything, Mm -hmm. but how many people in Salinas make that? Right. And it's actually not a lot. I I have more numbers because Salinas also hired a city manager and I'll get into a little bit more of the numbers of really how poor people in Salinas are. Um, But anyway, this Dick Bruin thing, it's neat. Again, there's going to be 19 apartments. In the second and third floor, the ground floor is going to be five retail spots. So, I mean, that we're across the alley from here. So, I'm yeah. like, dude, restaurant, pizza by the slice shop, baby, okay. or something. I don't know. Whatever it is, we're going to benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, it's going to be better. You know, that shit looks terrible. Just a oh, yeah. burned yeah. out shell. Yeah. And I'm like, what if it falls? If it falls, it literally would fall on us. Like, that's how close <laughs> we are to this fucking building. Like, I'm hoping this building is strong enough that it would hold it up. It but doesn't look very, it doesn't look very strong. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but there's sounds and shit. Yeah. This is an old building. It used to be the the jail. What are we doing here? <laughs> Come on. Damn. How many people so, commit suicide in here? Man, that was a... Dude, and <laughs> did you... We didn't bring that up. Did you see that map I posted on our Instagram page? I did, yes. Dude, I didn't even know that existed. That was fucking cool. So apparently, and leaving the Dick Bruin. So yeah, Dick Bruin, 19 apartments upstairs, ground ground floor retail. Sounds good. It's gonna be yeah, it's gonna be great. I'm excited. You want to so you're saying you'd want to move in there if you could afford it? Oh, I would fucking love to. I Mm -hmm. I've already thought about again, like Robo Bank especially. If I could move in there, I would have a studio here across the street. Dude, all the coffee shop, the bar, everywhere that I go to, you wouldn't have to leave this area. (laughs) Well, and and actually, and yeah, to fin to finish off the Dick Bruin thing because. 
they posted it on Facebook and Facebook is not a good place to get good responses. It's just older people mad at the world. Mm-hmm. For sure. But of course the the number one question then became what about parking? Where are people going to park these 19 apartments? That's true. Well, and I, again, I, and I I agree with that, yeah. And because of how California is built especially. But I know I'm in the minority and I know I seem kind of weird where I'm like, I don't like cars. I think cars are elitist. Like you you have to be not wealthy, you. but you have to have a certain amount of money to own a car. Yeah. So not everybody can own cars. And because of that, people aren't able to enjoy this country or the services that this county or city offers because of that. So we should be making more of an effort as a country to make sure people are able to transit cheaply, mm-hmm. not saying, Hey, you got to get a new car every three or four years. So I'm a big fan of not everybody should own cars. That should be a luxury for some people, but I should be able to jump on a train or a bus and get everywhere. For sure. mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah so that's where I'm like dude fuck the parking like I said if I I'm not saying that obviously oh me everything should be centered around me but I'm just picturing myself if I lived in that building I'm not seeing why I would need a car mm-hmm. you know I like I said the restaurants the bars the the coffee shops the bookstore everything is within walking distance you know if I lived in this neighborhood I mean, I, I drive here from my house and then I stay here the rest of the day. When I get hungry, I just walk somewhere. When I get thirsty, I walk somewhere. When I want coffee, I walk somewhere. So if I lived here, I'd be like, I, I and worked here, like I wouldn't need a car. Mm-hmm. These whole three blocks, I could, everything is already there. You'd own this bitch is what you're saying. Oh, oh I already and do. And it's great. That, that <laughs> is kind of like living the dream because I think about that all the time too, like in the industry that I'm in, like, if I wor- work and live at my project, like, I never drive anywhere. The only time I have to drive is, like, when I come to visit my family. So, for me, it's just, like, driving is almost, like, annoying. It feels like a chore, you know? Yeah. Dude, and I pay $126 a month for car insurance. I just paid $200 for my registration. I had to get it smogged. Why? Like, I'm being forced to pay this shit. I don't want to. Yeah. And just think about it, too. Like, the world has changed, right, in 2020, where a lot of people can, they realize that they can do their job remotely. Mm -hmm. So that shit's not going to go away. Like, that's going to create new opportunities for people to work from home and still be productive and successful. Like, especially in Silicon Valley, like, I can tell that people are leaving. They're moving to fucking Idaho but they're still making Silicon Valley dollars yeah. because they have the schooling and or the smart like they've been in this career for a long time. So they can do as long as they have a fucking laptop, they can do that. Yeah, and if work. you like sell your car or something well, and exactly. you really wanted to go somewhere, you could just Uber. Uber. <laughs> yeah. Um, take a train, take a plane. Like if you want to go on vacation, like you can live without a car. This is a thing. Yeah. 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 So that's where I, so I trip out, like where Salinas, I think, is a little small town mentality still, mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, you know, read the tea leaves, dude. Like the, this is going away. Plus, not everybody can afford cars. And that that's just not fair for that reason. And also, I want to live here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that that's that's exciting um, that, that that's happening that, you know, 
eventually somebody's going to build something for us, I'm assuming. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so that that's a Dick Bruin building. But And to keep in this vein of money and affording stuff, the city of Salinas just hired a new city manager, which I know seems like, well, what the fuck does that mean? But basically, if you don't know shit, like the city manager is the one that really runs shit in this town. Like, I know we have mayors and we have city council member and cops and all that shit. It's the city manager that really runs that shit. Mm. It's a really good title. What do you do? And manage the city. Can I speak to the manager, please? Yeah. Yeah. Are you Karens out there? Mm-hmm. This is where you go. Put his name out there. <laughs> so uh, we, again, I mentioned it. Like, this is a, a really transitional time for Salinas because not only did the city manager quit, who really runs everything, the mayor passed away. The police chief looks like she's looking elsewhere, and three new council members came on board. It's anarchy. It's it's crazy. Dude, it's our young Mexicans. We run this shit now. Fuck yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. I'm like, that's a lot of responsibility. Nah, Be like, hey, that. white people, can you do this again? Mm-hmm. You're, you're doing it. It wasn't that bad. Now that we think about it, it wasn't that bad. You're going to have to be calling the white people and being like, so how do I do this? Hey, Blanquitos. Yeah, how did you handle this? Yeah. I know you, don't, you got fired. Yeah. <laughs> So, so anyway, I felt that, uh, again, Ray Corpus, the previous city manager, realized this as well. I said, dude, all this change is coming. Not that he was like, fuck this. It's, it's going a different way. But he didn't want to be a roadblock to the change. Um, again, I don't know this. I haven't spoken to him. I'm, I'm being nice to him by saying this. Um, so I, I believe he was just like, fuck it. The city's going a different way. Let me move to the side and have them bring somebody new. And... So basically that was what this first city council did. Now that everybody's been sworn in, the three new members, including the new mayor, they've all been sworn in. And one of their first orders of business was hiring a city manager. And they just did that. And they hired a guy by the name of Steve Kerrigan. Mm. Great Latino name (laughs) to represent the 77% Latino community. Kerrigan. Uh, Steve Kerrigan comes to Salinas by the way of the the great city of Merced. Mm. <laughs> Everybody knows that as a beautiful metropolis that's on the up and up. Oh yeah, we all want to move there someday. <laughs> <laughs> Before that, he he handled the even more wonderful metropolis of Los Baños. Oh, luxury! This guy is just comes from. He just leaves paradises. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and this is where I, I see it, and it's interesting, and I've mentioned it before, and people from Salina should actually be pretty proud, and I know I'm making a joke, but this is a step up. He's, this is That's how you go. You start in Los Baños, small town, whatever. You cut your chops, and then you go to a, a slightly bigger city, Merced, and now you come to the big leagues. Mm-hmm. Salas, baby. We got six-figure population size here. Mm-hmm. We got an east side and a south side. Damn. I'm a, dude, so, but, what, okay, so that's cool. All right, whatever. You came from Merced. Why'd you leave Merced, dog? Yep. I'm sure you left it in great state, and you came up here with good reviews. No, no. Well, this guy was fired from the city oh, of Merced shit. by the city council on a six-to-one vote. The one person that voted uh, against firing him was like the next council meeting. They like they they did what's called a censure, which is essentially like you fucked up. You're being you're being out of out of line. We're fucking like publicly shaming you in a sense. 
So the person, the one person that voted to not fire him was publicly shamed the next time. Jeez. And um, yeah, he represents South Merced where I'm like, fuck, what is that neighborhood? Is it like all yeah. rich white people? And um, but anyway, so I was looking a little more into this guy's history because there's not a lot. You know, come from Merced and you know, not a lot of people writing about you. Mm-hmm. But from what I gather, this guy seems to have experience in economic development. So he he worked in the economic development department for Stockton before and then Yuba County, which I don't know why they put that. Like, that's a good thing. Mm-mm. Go to Yuba County. Like, economic activity is the fucking Air Force Base and the Walmart. Like, <laughs> no fucking, that, that's the, oh, my God. I Go to, if you, I don't know if you've ever been to Yuba City Mm-mm. or Marysville. No. Holy shit. Like you you can you grow up in Salinas and you hear bad stuff and like and you feel bad about it, but you go to those cities and you see despair. Like you're like I need to get out of here. Like I it just seems like this is sucking the life out of me. Like people are not going anywhere and they're just going in a bad spot and i'm so sorry for everybody in marysville and yuba city <laughs> that i just shat all over yourself but let's be real the only reason you exist there is because there's walmart and there's air force base and it is, is a work very you- sad existence it's a sad existence and i know there because my sister was stationed at the air force base and that's the only fucking reason why i know that fucking area um, so anyway, and he was the economic development director for that spot. And I know I, I, I just have a feeling, I don't know if it sounded like I was just about to cry right now. Did you hear my voice crack? <laughs> I just, I just love my city so much. <laughs> but I just feel that this is what the, that, cause the new mayor and again, Kimberly, I feel like you're listening because you know so much shit about our show when we interviewed you. No so again, if if you are listening, I feel that you you saw this. You saw the economic development thing, the business thing. This guy might bring businesses to Salinas. He seems to have done this in smaller areas. So somehow that convinced everybody else. So that Steve Kerrigan is the the new city city manager. And I, I hope it works out. Again, I'm not saying this to say that this is an automatic failure, that he's not going to do it. But it, it's he has a big role to fill. And we were just talking about money and market rate and, and how expensive is it is to live here. Well, his starting salary is $235,000 wow. a year. $235,000 a year. So again, to break that down, that's $19,500 a month. $19,000 a month. Baller. That's, yeah. He's going to buy all the 19 apartments on top of <laughs> Well, and exactly. That leads me to that point. So I was like, what does the, the average mer- person, Merson? What does the average person make in Salinas? And what you could get is per capita, which basically what the government takes is how much money the city created and it divides it by how much population it has. So this also includes babies that didn't work. Oh, fucking lazy ass babies. dude. So the per capita. So taking that number of the amount of money Salinas created divided by the people Mm -hmm. by what. So basically what they get every month uh, or I mean every year. Mm-hmm. 
that number is $21,500. So the average Salinas citizen makes as much in a year as the city manager makes in a month. That's awesome. Not yeah, exactly. I'm not saying that's bad or I'm not saying fuck this guy for that <laughs> or anything. But if you make that much, I have very high expectations Absolutely. for you. Absolutely. <laughs> or or how about this? Okay. I was like the poverty level. So I, I looked up the number at the at 2019, the US government and, and again these numbers shift. They, they they go all the way around. But basically they're saying anybody that makes below thirteen thousand three hundred dollars a year is in poverty. That's what the US government considers poverty. That's Slightly sweet. over a thousand dollars a month. So yeah, that's I mean an I make fourteen thousand. I'm right there. I'm a little bit over. I'm fucking middle class, according to this. No, but again, it, yeah, I'm just like holy fuck. I'm like, how do how do people do that? I, I don't know how they do. And in Salinas, you do it by sticking fifteen people in a fucking apartment. Yeah. Um. So again, so the poverty level in this country is thirteen thousand three hundred dollars. In the city of Salinas, there are currently twenty six. Thousand four hundred and twenty nine people that earn that or less. Twenty six thousand out of one hundred and fifty five thousand that this number is based on. Mm -hmm. uh, what that comes down to a percentage, I don't know how to do that math, but um, but twenty six thousand people in this city of one hundred and fifty five thousand make six thousand dollars less per year than what the new city manager makes in a month. That's I'm not saying burn, eat the rich or whatever, or that he's a bad person or anything, but, but if, burn the rich and eat them. <laughs> well, if you're making that much, you, I want results mm -hmm. as citizens, as people from Salinas, we're going to be like, fine, we get it. You have to pay that because that's what it takes to get the right person in that position. But what did we get from that? Right. Did this 26,000, did that number go down? Are more people there? Did more businesses come in? Did the Santana Row project in Old Town work out? Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm not I'm not making a decision for anybody right now, but I'm saying we need to pay attention. Right. Oh, we yeah. can't change this. And the fear, I think, would be like what you said earlier, uh, Electro, about... Um, you're going to kind of like push people out, right? Like if you're trying to create that Santana Row vibe, you're going to try to create that lifestyle where you know that you can build apartment buildings. And even though there is that that law of the 20%, you know, below market rate, if you have like a company that is very wealthy, they will buy out of that. There will be no more, you know, below market housing. And if you want to have below market housing, you're going to live in the fucking east side where nobody wants to live, where your life is in danger. And yeah, like that fucking sucks because the people that are from this town that want to live here won't be able to if that's what Salinas becomes. Yeah, no, it, it's... Yeah, it's a trip. And that's, again, something that we need to be paying attention to. We can't change it. It's already been signed. That's it. that's what he's going to make. But, yeah, and that's what I keep saying. It's like I don't want to do 
15 years from now be living in Merced and being like, fuck, dude, I used to be in Salinas. It was cool <laughs> yeah, until this Steve Kerrigan yeah. guy moved in. Oh, we know that fucker. We fucked up this place and then went over there. <laughs> and again, I'm not shitting on Merced. Like, if people want to move to Merced, they, sh- they should be able to. But I, if they want to do it willingly, then, yeah, that's what it should be. Not because they're forced out. Um, I actually... A couple days ago, we went. To, I went to Monterey, bought something off of Craigslist from somebody in Monterey, in a fucking neighborhood in Monterey I've never seen before. I'm like, dude, this is like that. What is it called? Pretty Little Liars or Big Little Liars? What was that that Showtime show called about Monterey with oh, Reese Witherspoon? Uh, Big Little Lies. Yeah, I was like, dude, this is like that fucking neighborhood. Like it's mm. it's in the fucking hills, and. Again, the the person that was selling was like, yeah, like this was our childhood home. Like we we got it when we were nine, and you know I'm we're selling it. Like it's uh, again, basically we can't stay here no more. Yeah, like you know, yeah. and we couldn't find anybody to rent the the bottom space, and yeah, so it's it sucks. You know, people are being pushed out. Um, I don't know. It was just it was just a trip to hear that. Like, and she was going to Tucson. We were speaking about. Desert air earlier. Mm. Yeah, no, areas people are leaving. I mean, everyone's leaving California for the same reason. And so you you would think that maybe small smaller towns are still protected by, you know, the city manager, would, the mayor. You know, it's just like they want to keep Salinas, you know, like with their original people and not just like bring in new people that are going to take over and push all of these Salinas natives out. That would be very sad. Well, yeah. And that's why, again, that's basically what I guess I'm trying to get at is I encourage whoever's listening to. Gotta live in Chula. (laughs) Dude, who wants to live in? Actually, we're about to talk about. miles over here to the the rich Salinas. We're we're about to talk about Monterey Jack Cheese. We're going to end this show with Monterey Jack Cheese. As silly as that fucking sounds. Not silly at all. It sounds delicious. But the, the, the beef, essentially, that really set everything off when I was telling you that this David Jacks guy, they wanted to murder him. Is because he was he took control of the Chula Ranch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They called it like Chual. It's not what it was. Chual. It's not. It's not like how it's spelled now. No. It was a way because it was like uh, America. Uh, well, English speaking people, and they're like, oh, the the this just like kerfuffle at the Chula Ranch is getting a little crazy, you know. And I just like this is. Fucking nuts! <laughs> this is crazy that this is like it became a over, one over, exit town. Over Chular, we learned so much about Chular while we're on your podcast. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how small it was it's until small. we were gonna do an episode of the movie Power Hour, and you guys mentioned some business that lit on fire. Oh right, I had no clue what you were talking about, so I had to Google it mm-hmm. afterwards. Mm-hmm. And then she was like right down the street from your house. Yeah, right around the corner. Like right the Which corner. I was like, but if you were to do a circle, it was in the middle of everything. Like it yeah. was two blocks away from everybody. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody like, oh, that shit Every, happened down the everyone street. Everyone was in danger. I tripped <laughs> out. I was spread. just like, wait, there's like a Washington Street that's like eight blocks long. And that's like Main you're Street. Like, you're like a large fire away from like wiping out Chula. Oh, yeah. yeah. That could be or a, a big flood. You know, that happened before. That but. is. 
We were fucking it, sealed in in there by yeah. water. And we had just my parents had just bought that house like probably like the year prior, and then the Chula freaking flooded, and we're like, great. God, it used to be a lake. This place it used to be a lake that was well, drained. Um, but anyway, well, thank God for that. <laughs> I've done some history stuff. We did that again, going back to the two hundred years of Salinas history. That's where. Everything started. People freaking love that. I got such a great response from that. It's probably because me and Lily were on that show. Probably. That's why we I brought were, you back. We were just so amazed by everything you were telling us. I think mm-hmm. it made it a really fun episode. I was amazed. Mm-hmm. All that shit happened. Because the West what the West Coast literally started here in Monterey. Like that started everything. I know we're in Salinas and where it's not glamorous and shit. But it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. You go back to the 16, 1620, 1620 was the first time a Spanish person landed at what at Point Lobos, they call it, or Point Pinos. They on 1620. That's like when the Dutch people landed to found New York City. Mm. That's the same time that people were landing over here like, that's pretty cool, man. <laughs> One time, yeah. At some point, white people are going to control all these hills. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's pretty neat. Like a bunch of shit happened around here. But one of the things that I, for years, have been curious about, because it's just, it's so interesting. There's a cheese. You know, everyone loves cheese. If you don't, get out of here. Stop yep. listening to the show right now. Give us a one star like review. Cheese. I'm very upset with her. She'll grow into it. It's fine. <laughs> it's cheese, man. But. So, and especially being Mexican, we all know quesadillas. Oh, yeah. Again, if you're in Mexico, it's probably queso Oaxaca or or the like that goes into a quesadilla. Mm-hmm. But if you're up here in Gringolandia, yep. you're probably going to put some Monterey Jack in there. Yeah, it's going to be Monterey Jack every step of the way. Yeah, dude, unless you're with me, you put some Gouda in that shit. <laughs> that's easy, man. Oh, man, you put some Dutch Gouda, that's, uh, that melts so good. It's got that really strong flavor. You got to do at least a three-cheese blend in your quesadilla. Well, I'm not opposed to that, but... <laughs> pepper, freshly ground pepper, and then you cover it with a thing so it steams. Mm-hmm. Everything melts out. That's the way to do it. It's fucking amazing. Um, so yeah so (laughs) if again so we're all familiar with that everybody knows monterey jack cheese Mm -hmm. we like i just mentioned live 15 miles away from a city called monterey that's right so yeah that was my question like what the fuck dude so is monterey jack cheese from monterey what What is that thing Mm -hmm. does that is that a thing so did some research and there's stuff out there there is reese people have people have looked into this right and so the story of if it's from here or not is actually the most boring part to me because it is. Long story short, Monterey Jack Cheese, it does originate from this area. Um, and so you're welcome, world. <laughs> Your does, question has been answered. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you've ever eaten or wondered, does Monterey Jack Cheese have anything to do with the city of Monterey? Yes. Yes, it does. But that is not the full story. The full fucking story. It doesn't start in 1620. It doesn't go that far. It starts in 1770. In 1770, um, Spain, which controlled 
Mexico at that time or what was soon to become Mexico. Owned this whole spot. The Russians were fur trappers, so they would get sea otter fur from Alaska to Washington to Oregon, and they kept going down and down because they were just fucking murdering all these sea otters. <laughs> and then the Spanish were like, hey, man, these fucking Ruskies are getting way too close to our fucking property over there mm-hmm. that we put a, a cross in in 1620. We got to go do something about that. Like, we got to go start putting people there. Mm-hmm. So in 1770, again, 150 years later, the whoever the manager of Mexico was, I think they called him a viceroy or some shit. Mm. He was like, yo, get some people. You're going over there. You're going to build some fucking territory. You're going to put people in Alta California because mm-hmm. we don't want the Russians or the English people that are now coming from the fucking east. We don't want them fucking with our land. So go over there, build some shit. So the way that the Spanish people expanded, it was pretty interesting. There was was three parts to their expansion. So one was the mission, which was the religious aspect. And this is how they converted souls. Like wherever they went, they converted them to Catholicism and said, Jesus is the way. Don't ask any more questions. (laughs) And then number two, so like in case that there was like, other people that wanted to invade those lands that they're taking over, they needed uh, some kind of war department to defend themselves. So then they would create what's called presidios. So the presidios would be less common than missions. Missions would be built one ho- one day's horse ride away from each other. So they're usually like 20 miles away from each other. A presidio was slightly farther away, but it had the ability to fight. And then the final aspect of their colonization was the Pueblo. And the Pueblo was, had nothing to do with government or with military or religious life. It handled more of the government aspect of it. So this is what they would do is they go around to different places like the Philippines or Mexico or California. And they would do this. They would put missions and Pueblos and Presidios And this is how they would gain their fucking strength. So that's what they did. They started going up California. They they put a mission in San Diego, the very first thing founded in modern California. San Diego. Yeah, uh, it stands for Wales Vagina. Which in German... I was trying to think. I was like, did he say English? I was like, I don't think he said English. German. Yeah, in English. I think it means San Diego. So anyway, that is the oldest uh, place in California is San Diego in modern California, what we call California. From there, they went up, up, up looking for this place that this, I think his name was Vizcaino, had found in 1620. That was like, bro, this is the dopest place for a port. It's protected. There's friendly Indians. There's a bunch of trees to build boats. Like this is this is the fucking spot. Mm-hmm. So these guys were like, all right, we're going to find that spot. And we're going to build a Pueblo. And they go up and they find it. And they're like, this, this place fucking sucks. Like, this is not the fucking spot. <laughs> so they just keep going. And they end up finding the San Francisco Bay. That's how the San Francisco Bay was discovered. They oh. found it on land. They didn't even know that that existed. They were like, we were fucking finding this spot that Vizcaino 
said was awesome. And they're like, it's fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Well, then they got to San Francisco and obviously there was no Golden Gate Bridge. So they were like, oh, well, we're fucked. So they're like, you know what? I think it was that spot that we were thinking. <laughs> so they come back to Monterey and sure enough, they they find the cross and they're like, oh, fuck, this is the spot. Mm-hmm. So then they build in 1770, they build the Carmel Mission, which originally was in Monterey. And this is the second thing that is established in California. From there, they established the Presidio of Monterey to defend the the bay because they're like, yeah, we're going to build a fucking boats are going to come here. A wharf. That's what it is. <laughs> we're going to build a wharf <laughs> and they're going to come here. And yeah, so that that's a little history of how Monterey came about. And that's mm-hmm. how it was for a while. So these missionaries... They invented the sex position too, by the oh, way. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. And um, yeah, they were pretty lame about it. Why don't you just Tell lay there? Me more. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have a car? <laughs> oh no. Uh-huh. Did she put uh-huh. up a fight? You're ruining uh-huh. the history. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh no. I like that. Like, does she allow you to sexually assault her? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she allows it. It's not sexual. It's not assault. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so these, (laughs) these dudes brought cows. This is how cows ended up in California as well. To this day, most of the cattle in this country is from Spanish stock. Interesting. You're welcome, Texas and Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. Um, but obviously these fucking cows are just fucking squirting milk out like crazy. Just milk all over the place. I always wondered where the fuck cows came from. God. God. (laughs) Straight up. Yeah, like, G-O-D, what, day four. Yeah, like, where are cows... <laughs> <laughs> where are cows natural in the world, you know? I think it's Asia. Like, water buffaloes and stuff? I think that's where they come from. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm I'm going to go with that. That and, fucking checks out to me, yeah. man. <laughs> so, they brought them here, and obviously, they didn't have fridges and shit. And it's California. It's hot as fuck. Mm. You can't just get ice. So, they were like, fuck, we have all this milk. It's going to spoil. What do we do with it? Let's make it into cheese. Oh. You know, we could turn it into cheese. That shit lasts longer. We'll put it in these caves. It's all good. Mm-hmm. And so they would produce this this soft white cheese called queso de país or queso blanco. Because mm-hmm. well, they're like white people rule. You know? yeah. They're all like white. Let's honor them. Yeah. <laughs> so the missionaries would make this cheese. And it wasn't no big deal. Like every mission would make it. They wouldn't sell it. It was basically like. Just so they could consume, tell the Indians, like, you guys fucked up. You guys should have been making this this whole time. The cheese? Come on. That's not a bad fucking way to live, just eating cheese. Yeah, imagine you're just eating acorn flour, and then all of a sudden they give you cheese. You're like, oh, yeah. God, bring him on. Thank you. Bring on the cheese. (laughs) Cheese and wine. Just keep bringing the cheese, wine, olive oil, and bring all the God you want, (laughs) sir. I think God is good. Yeah. <laughs> he's got bread. He's got cheese. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, dude. Give me a little bit of his blood. <laughs> Let's We're all party. good. I feel yeah. great after I drink his blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's how it went for, for a while. From 1770 up until 1833. Mm. That's how it went down. Which is fucking crazy. It's a long time. Yeah. In the East Coast, then white people were fighting them king. World is there here. Any cheese over there? What was their what was their cheese situation, man? It was poor cheese situation because of English. <laughs> they you couldn't have big farms like that. You because around here you could just have cows just oh, go yeah. 
on the East Coast, it's all rocky. There's no grass. Oh, yeah. Fucking Boston exists, you know? Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's terrible. No. It's, it's uncheesed like. No. Oh, man. That's why Wisconsin ended up doing it. Because Wisconsin, you can have big oh, yeah. pastures and oh, stuff. Yeah, they That's have why they cheese. became They have this. good cheese over there. They for California and Wisconsin, we produce. Oh, Wisconsin. Exactly. Good cheese. Idiot. <laughs> yeah. I we where I work, a little side note. Mm. Um, we have one customer from Wisconsin. And I'm like, Are y'all fucking serious about your cheese or what? He's like, oh my God. dude, it was like a five minute conversation. I just literally asked that as a joke. And they literally seriously went off about how their neighbor makes cheese, how they love cheese. Wisconsin. Do you also think that they're very proud of that 70s show? I would be. It's a they great would, they show. They have to be, right? There was no fat people on that, and they're chubby people. I saw very few fat people on that yeah, show. It's not, not realistic. They were butt of the joke of anything. It's not realistic. But anyway, coming back to California and Monterey, they're making this cheese 18. Actually, 1821 happens. Mexico says, you know what, Spain? Fuck you, dude. We're tired of you. <laughs> We're tired of you. We like your language. Mm-hmm. Language right. is cool. Keep we like your religion. Yeah. yeah. The the lisp and all the rest of the shit. Get it out of here. You sound stupid. Get it out of here. And um, so, yeah. So in 1821, Mexico becomes independent of Spain. And that's cool. At this point, because it's Mexico City that controls everything. Monterey is like 2,000, 3,000 miles away from Mexico City. And we're talking about 1821. There's no planes or anything, you know. There's mm-hmm. no Volaris. There's no Aro Mexico. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. What's the original Mexicana Airlines? The yes, one that crashed all the time? Yes. Jesus. I, feel, I was on a few of those flights. Scary. You, you lived. Yeah. You lived. Thank you. I we have a some, some good pilots every now and then. Mexican airline. They would also like give you like a legit breakfast, you know, like. Uh, yeah, Mexicans aren't gonna not make you starve. Yeah, I would, I would do, they were know. hospitable. Give them some chorizo, goddamn yeah. it! Yeah, breakfast. it was like like huevos <laughs> con chile verde. Like it was very Mexican. Ooh, oh, dude. I'm yeah. Down. Um. So yeah. So at that point, Mexico is newly independent from Spain. So everything is being focused really in Mexico City. Monterey is so far away. They're like, let them do whatever the fuck they want. Uh, 12 years later, they're like, dude, California is still loyal to the missions, which are Catholic, which are Spanish. Mm -hmm. So they're like, that means Spain still has a lot of power in our California province because it's a part of it was just another, you know, area of mexico they're like we don't like that we don't like that spain has so much influence in this and we just broke up with them 12 years ago <laughs> and we're not fucking cool with it. yeah <laughs> was they a were good dicks about it. <laughs> they shat all over yeah. us on facebook mm-hmm. they made up lies mm-hmm. and people believed them they lost my cd <laughs> yeah. they kept my cd <laughs> So, wow. yeah, so so Mexico City says no dice. We're secularizing the churches. We're kicking the Catholics out. And all the land that the churches used for their cows are now becoming ranchos to basically whoever our friends are. And we're all familiar with the rancho system. Again, Rancho El Sausal and Rancho Nacional is what eventually became Salinas. Rancho Chular is what 
your little janky town's from. Represent. <laughs> so in, in everywhere you look, old Salinas history are these old Mexican land grants. And these land grants come from the Mexican government taking the mission's lands and giving them out to people, basically whoever they wanted. Whatever. Neat. <laughs> do what you do, baby. <laughs> so Monterey, the Pueblo, ended up getting 30,000 acres of land with this and so that was like all right cool this included again fort ord pacific grove carmel um pebble beach mm-hmm. all that dope shit so monterey was like fine we're chilling well 20 years later mexico goes to war with the united states okay they and Mexico loses that war. Yeah. And part of that loss is that they have to sell California to the United States. So California becomes a part of the United States. And but the United mm-hmm. States is like, don't trip, baby. We got you. All your laws and everything, all that's still gonna it's gonna be the same. It's all gonna be the same. You're just gonna you're gonna send your taxes. To Washington D.C. instead of Mexico City now, but everything nothing's gonna change, dude. Mm-hmm. Everything's cool, but they lied because oh. they are a bunch of fucking liars. So they <laughs> made it very difficult for people that used to be that used to own land in Mexico to prove that that was indeed their land, and so a lot of people lost their land. And when modern Mexican Americans say, "Oh, our land was stolen," this is really what they're talking. I don't even know if they even know a lot of the times. No, but this is really what they're talking about. Shit like this mm-hmm. is the land was technically legally taken and that it was sold. But the way that the U.S. acknowledged the rights of the owners was totally fucked up in that they basically ignored everybody and said, nah, we're going to start over. Mm-hmm. We own this. Yeah. So the city of Monterey had to send an attorney to San Francisco to um to claim this fucking land. And again, this is not easy. This is 1854. So there's no cars or anything. Monterey to San Francisco is a several day journey on By a coach. fucking wagon. Yeah. You got banditos going around. Oh, yeah. You know, it's fucking tombstone. Oh, you know, yeah. it's literally it's tombstone. So it's not easy. So the the city the city of Monterey ends up hiring a guy um, by the name of Delos Ashley. I don't mm. know how you pronounce Delos, Delos, D E L O S. D E L O S Ashley. In 1853, they hire him to go to San Francisco, state their case for their 30,000 acres. And Mr. Ashley is successful. He, he, he goes there, he successfully claims the land for Monterey, says, I win. Here's your land. Now you owe me a thousand dollars, and Monterey at this point they didn't have Cannery Row yet. They, mm-hmm. they hadn't built the hotels. Clint Eastwood wasn't even existing. No man. So they didn't have no money. So the city was like, "Fuck, dude, we don't have the thousand dollars." They're like, "Well, what if we sell our land, and then fuck, we can give you some of that money. Mm-hmm. We'll sell some of our land, and pay you off from that." So they have to like write the state legislator or legislature and say, Hey, we want to sell some of this land. This Ashley dude 
is being a really dick about it, you know? Mm-hmm. He wants his thousand dollars. It's like twenty thousand dollars <laughs> in twenty twenty money. It shit matters. Yeah, for sure. So the state ledger says a coup. Go ahead, auction off your land. So and I don't know how they're this fucking specific, but for this exists. So on February 9th, 1859, at 5 p.m. on the steps of Colton Damn. Hall, which you can still go to Colton Hall. You can stand on these very steps. Let's go. On uh, the 30,000 acres were sold to DeLos Ashley and a man named David Jacks. Mm. Only two people showed up to bid on them, and they won 30,000 acres for $1,002, which, again, is about $20,000 nowadays. It is fucking stupid cheap. Like 20,000 20, and, like, $2. <laughs> no. Yeah. And at this point, you're saying, I thought we're talking about fucking cheese, man. Yeah. What the fuck does this have to do with cheese? We'll be patient. We're getting there. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> so, well, this is where David Jacks comes into play. So David Jacks buys this 30,000 acres. But this dude is an interesting fellow. This guy, David Jacks, starts his life in Scotland as... A lot of people back then are not Americans. They were not born here. Mm-hmm. So David Jacks was born in some, I don't know, I wrote down the name of the town. It's some janky town in, in Scotland. Never became nothing. To this day, it's nothing. You didn't write it down? No, it's pointless. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, nobody lived there. David Jacks, that's all they got. They got the David Monterey Jacks. Jack guy. So David Jacks. Have a legacy. Yeah. <laughs> David Jacks was born in this town in Scotland. He's like, I'm not doing much here. I had some brothers go to the States and they made businesses there. Let me go there and check it out. So he comes to the United States, settles in Virginia, is working at a military manufacturing depot. And that this is around 1848 when the gold rush starts hitting California. Mm-hmm. So David Jacks is like, oh, shit, there's fucking more money to be made over there. Shit's kind of boring over here. It's Virginia, you know, it's whack, it's humid. Okay. Um, So he was like, I'm going to California. I'm going to go make money there. Mm -hmm. So he takes all the money he has, which is $1,400, and he spends it all on revolvers, which is what you would do at that time. Why the fuck wouldn't you, man? Yeah, $1,400. And there's revolvers to be bought. Get, you buy the fucking revolvers. Get that fucking so, that iron. Yeah. So David Jack says, all right, taking my revolvers, $1,400. He lands in San Francisco. Within 48 hours of landing in San Francisco, all the revolvers are sold. All the revolvers are sold. And this dude, again, just to show the kind of person he is, he's like, I'm going to San Francisco and I'm selling these guns. To the lawful and lawless alike. I don't give a fuck what you're doing it for. Money above everything. Cash is king. Yeah. That's David Jax's mentality. So he shows up. And again, he's good at it. Don't get me wrong. He seems like he's good at it. He shows up within 48 hours of landing in San Francisco. He sells all the guns for $4,000. He takes his $1,400, turns it into $4,000. David Jacks. All right, already starting good on the West Coast. That's oh, a good businessman. It's a good jump. That's a good jump. But obviously, but then he realizes, dude, San Francisco and Monterey 
They're not the hopping towns that I heard of. Mm-hmm. Everybody's left. They're in the Sierra Nevadas. They're out there trying to get that fucking gold. Mm-hmm. They're out in the gold fields. So he is not as successful later, you know, as he expected. Those first 48 hours were great. Then it didn't <laughs> go that bad. Right, right, right. So he's like, fuck it. Let me go dig up some of this gold. So he goes to the Sierras, starts trying to dig around gold. Doesn't happen. Give it a shot. Doesn't work out. He's like, ah, I'm not a, I'm not digging. Not for me. Yeah. You know? He wasn't a gold digger. No. 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 <laughs> and he wasn't messing with no broke people. Exactly. People, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you got you gotta be PC in 2020. I'm not dark <laughs> enough to go. No. Fifteen years ago you could have even joked around that way. I can't no more. Nope. So so he says, fuck it. Oh way. Whatever. I honestly don't know how he ended up in Monterey, but somehow he ends up in Monterey and he was like, I'm going to take control of this bitch. Mm-hmm. These fucking people are dumb. Mm. Everybody's out in the gold fields. They left their women here. Mm-hmm. They're hot. And my last name is Jax. <laughs> yeah, with an, with an X. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how David Jax ends up in Monterey. And again, I know I'm jumping around. This is before he, he ended up with the 30,000 acres. This is his entry into Monterey. So he goes into Monterey. He has money. So around this time, so this is the, the 1850s, the early 1850s in Monterey, there was a drought in this area. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the people that were like sheep farmers or cattle farmers as well, damn, mm-hmm. shows how little I know about this, they were struggling. So here comes David Jacks with his fucking revolver money. And he's like, I got you, I got you, baby. Mm-hmm. I got you. You need money? Here, I'll buy out your mortgage. You pay me 2% interest, saw gravy. Mm. Oh, you're not making money? Ah, forget about that. Just sign here. You need to keep your land. So then the people would sign off, and of course they couldn't fucking pay. So he would say, well, you're gone. You're fucking gone. So he got not a very good reputation in this area, but he ended, he made money. He made money. More money, more problems, though, right? Mm. Isn't that how it goes? Not, not if you, not if you know a lawyer by the name of Delos Ashley. Okay. <laughs> so this is where somehow Delos Ashley and David Jacks make friendship, and this is when Monterey is is at its hardest. It needs money to pay Ashley, so they end up selling to Jacks. So again, they sell for a thousand and two dollars. They're thirty thousand acres. David Jacks immediately takes this a thousand two dollars, tells Ashley, "Here's your money that you're owed. Peace out. Sign off your half of the land to me." Mm-hmm. Ashley says, "Cool. Here it is." History forgets him at that point, and so now David Jacks owns thirty thousand acres in addition to the other land that he has bought. And again, so he owns Ford Ord, Pacific Grove, Carmel. None of these exist, obviously. He right. actually founded Pacific Grove. Crazy. Yeah. He he was a Methodist. And Pacific Grove was founded as a Methodist retreat. And yeah, he owned that land. So he gave him that land for a dollar so they could found their retreat, which ended up becoming Pacific Grove. Get out of here. Yeah. Like a nut. David Jacks. Jacks Peak is a park. On Highway 68 to this day. It's a beautiful fucking park. And now that I know it's named after a fucking asshole. You can't enjoy it? It's, t- uh, it's difficult. Because, okay, so he t- he so these 30,000 acres that he took over 
also included people's land, like people that have been living here since, again, 1770. So what he would do is he would be, he would figure out where the edge of your property was. And he would say, hey, I'm David Jacks. You now owe me money because I'm the new landowner. And this is what you got to pay at this time. Mm -hmm. And if you were a family that spoke English, he would write that sign in Spanish. And if you were a family that spoke Spanish, he would write that sign in English. And he would find the farthest edge of your land and put the sign there. So legally, he was within his right. But if you didn't see that sign or understand it, well, you now fucking... It's not his fucking problem. It's your fucking problem, buddy. And now you are in debt to this man. To Jax. To Monterey Jack. Yeah. Well, again, so how does that become cheese? So one (laughs) one of these properties that he took over was a a dairy on the Salinas River, which, fuck, I wish I could find know where it was. Because there was this dairy that was founded by the missionaries. I'm not going to, I can't say in 1770, there's no exact date, but at easily from that time, mm-hmm. there was a dairy on the banks of the Salinas River that was the prize dairy of this whole area. So with this dealing, David Jacks came to own this dairy. So he... Started making cheese, of course. But he was like, dude, I'm not just going to make cheese for this local area. I'm David Jacks. Mm -hmm. I got bigger fucking aspirations. Mm -hmm. The city of San Francisco is now booming again because the gold rush is dying down. I'm going to go ship my cheese and sell it up there. Mm -hmm. So he would take this cheese, which, again, he was making the same Queso de país, country cheese, or queso blanco that the the Spanish missionaries were making. And he would take this cheese and box it up in wooden crates to ship to San Francisco. And on these wooden crates, he would stamp his name, Jax, and the city that it was coming from, Monterey. Mm -hmm. So this cheese became a hit. In, in San Francisco. Of course. And people would ask for it. And again, there was no like menu boards or anything. So all they would know is this box that said Monterey Jack's had the cheese that they wanted. So they would ask for Monterey Jack's cheese. Mm-hmm. And so that's from there, the legend and history of the cheese kept growing up until the point that it's now ubiquitous around the country. You could go anywhere and ask for Monterey Jack cheese and everybody will know what that is. Mm -hmm. But all of that originally starts here in Monterey County on the banks of the Salinas river, which is, you know, three or four miles away from here, possibly by a man named David Jacks. Very hot. Very, Very cool. cool. <laughs> yeah, so again, those the story of David Jacks is real. Him taking that land and being a dick and all that is true. But is the fact that the cheese got its name from him. He really had nothing to do with it other than he just no, he was bought just, it and shipped it. Yeah, he was just the businessman. He was just the name behind it. Um, But yeah, so, so that... That's where that's the most popular story if you if you research it. 
And that's what we're putting on our quesadillas every fucking day, son. It's still the very same style of soft cheese that was made by the Spanish missionaries in 1770. Is still the, the very same style. Um, I there it, it is not there's it's not produced very much in this county anymore, which is pretty sad. Man, what the fuck? But there still is a dairy called Shock Dairy that they're in Prunedale, and they've been around for quite a while. And they will every once in a while they will make a Monterey Jack version. Mm-hmm. They really don't have any connection to it other than they're in Monterey County, but I'm just like fuck. Like that's how? really sad. Yeah, exactly. The happy cows came from California. What's happening here, we, man? We do produce a lot of. They're just we don't have dairies anymore in Monterey County. What Working that? dairies. It's just it's row crops that have taken over. All the land now goes to artichokes and strawberries and, and weed lettuce. now. All the fucking marijuanos. We were, we were driving down the back roads today, yeah. and the back roads are like fucking old stage Spence. I don't know what's going on over there. I'm sure, but we just were driving down there, and it just reeked of weed. It's, it's been like be, that for years now. Oof. Yeah. Fucking pot farms. It's been like that for years. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a trip. I'm sure people around the world would, would yeah, would blow their minds to see thousands and thousands of square feet of indoor growing cannabis growing that is 100% legal sanctioned by the government regulated not open to the public so mm-hmm. sad why don't they have if i go to a strawberry farm in watsonville they have a gift shop and they're selling their strawberries there mm-hmm. why can't i go to these fucking greenhouses Get some fucking weed at the fucking side shop. God's real shit plucked right from the earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, did that answer? I feel like that went. I'm I'm trying to get better. I'm working on a. I have a podcast idea in the background that is again a historical one, not Monterey County history, just general history. So I'm trying to get better at telling. Oh no, that was You're great. A historical great storyteller. Like I felt great. like I didn't even want to talk. I Passionate. just wanted to absorb. Passionate. About Monterey Jack. What's well, a tr- I mean, it's it's like it's one thing to be like, oh yeah, it is from here, but it's like it could possibly be from this dude that fucking sold revolvers, I know. like and like someone who was story. just all about himself, a right? yeah. true American, and just <laughs> well, and see, and that's what I find interesting is because there are some like stories of a modern like tour guides of people asking him like this guy was kind of shady no and oh you have to judge him based on the time you know like he technically didn't break any laws and mm-hmm. and he but it was like but yeah but then at the same time there rape was legal back then too by the way well it's, well i i think of ah, dude what the fuck was his name they they named that school after like there's bandits you know there is uh the wet eugenio not eugenio i'm thinking of their best dude uh, but anyway, it's interesting to me that there's like, well, Pancho Villa, I guess, to me is a big one. Because in this country, Pancho Villa is a villain. Mm-hmm. I see Pancho Villa as a fucking hero that stood up to the fucking man that tried to fuck him over. Mm-hmm. And granted, my dad's family's from Chihuahua, so that guy's a goddamn god there. <laughs> but it's just interesting to me that sometimes historically it looks, it seems like people with Spanish names 
don't get the same benefit of like, hey, these were different times. You know, all you hear about, oh, they were bandits. Mm -hmm. They slit the they slit the throat of a virgin or something. And she was she was a pretty white woman. Mm -hmm. So it's sad. Mm -hmm. But it's it's interesting that when you see this about David Jacks, who was obviously not a good person, he didn't seem like, you know, he took advantage of a situation. Right. He was the only one that was able, really, because of his whiteness, to to claim this land. Like, the people that had been here for over 100 years really couldn't claim it because there was no way to, the again, the paperwork that was being asked of them literally didn't exist. But this other person who, because of where they came from, had the ability to just walk in and take it for literally nothing. Again, $20,000. We could probably... We're not wealthy, you know, but we could call all our friends and like and come up with the money. Yeah, and be like, you want to buy PG and Pebble Beach and <laughs> Ford Ord for twenty fucking grand? Like, you know, know, it wasn't cool. But anyway, it was. It's it's just so neat. It's very. I neat. have a five pound block of this goddamn cheese in my fridge right now. Yeah, yeah five blocks of man Monterey. Five pound. I got it at Costco. They always sell it in that five pound. Oh yeah, 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 of course, of course. You know what's fucked up? Every month I get a new one. Yeah, dude, come on. You need some Monterey Jack at the house. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you like Lily says, when you're in a pinch, you, you can always pinch, make. Yeah. You can always make a quesadilla yeah. or something. <laughs> That's how I've lived my life. My, I as real- long as you have cheese and either bread or tortillas, you're gonna be fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and also and one of the great American cheeses or great cheeses of the world, for that matter, is from here. Yeah, That's from amazing. The, the banks of a That's river named awesome. after our city. It, it was founded Beautiful. here before this country was founded again keep in mind this this is 1770 that's six years before them fucking white people on the east coast went crazy they weren't they were still they were still british subjects (laughs) where we were making cheese Mm -hmm. the finest finest, cheese that's also i'm calling people out somebody or in this county has to make that again yeah fuck that it's called literally called monterey jack and if you say you're a dairy from Monterey that sells Monterey Jack cheese, you can sell that cheese for $50 a pound for and real? stupid people will buy it. I know, right? Yeah. They say fucking Reese it, Witherspoon pissed on this those, cheese. <laughs> those fucking, his ancestors need to put the S back and be, and actually sell it as Monterey Jacks's like official Monterey, be- Monterey Jack is one thing, but this is actually Monterey Jack. Exactly. Fuck yeah. Cheese. That's exactly what you do. <laughs> like fucking, yeah, that's how you could sell it for, for yeah, like yeah. people be like, bucks. this is this reminds me exactly of Monterey Jack. It's like, oh yeah, it's that same style, but my great granddad made the real one. Yeah, he took this, this is Monterey land? Jack. <laughs> and this cheese. And, and he stole it from white recipe. people too, so you can't get mad. <laughs> <laughs> He, he stole it from white people that stole it from brown people. He's a second, second class hand. Yeah. Yeah, second yeah, hand. Second hand. <laughs> so you can't get mad at him. There's no direct it's not blood. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, if I missed anything of Monterey Jack cheese, or if you want to add anything, please reach out to me, Oz at saladbites.com, or slide mm-hmm. into my DMs at Selena's podcast. Ooh, um, that's a. 
It's yeah. a dangerous game to play on. Yeah. If you guys have like the Some history of, your of cheddar picks. or something. <laughs> I want to see them cheese picks. Slide into that, DMs. That could be dangerous yeah. what you just asked Yeah, for. no, no. He's yeah. going to get some DMs and so I like can't wait to hear all cheese, of them. baby. Oh, no. Mozzarella. <laughs> wow, this is gall gouda all over oh your face. <laughs> And I got no crackers, <laughs> just the cheese. Goodness. Some 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 deli meats. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah, be, yeah, we'll be present course. as well. <laughs> like some cold cuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. hell yeah! Again, be more proud of your fucking cheese. Next time you're making a quesadilla, which you're probably gonna use Monterey Jack. Yep. Know that it, the history about it. And yeah, it, and I love to put cheddar jack. On my fucking burgers, a little bit of that pepper. What's crazy about that is, so I work at a grocery store. I have probably loaded and unloaded hundreds of boxes of Monterey Jack cheese in of many years, right? And I have labeled said boxes. And I don't, like, put Monterey Jack or whatever, so I would just write Jack. So I'm technically writing this guy's name over and over. Like Well, and I used <laughs> to think Jack Cheese was like again a European style of cheese that we just made and it's like, oh, this is Monterey's version of it, so it's Monterey Jack. But no, like Jack Cheese is literally that's anywhere around the world that you go that they call they call it. They're referring to this cheese. Mm-hmm. And, you're going to get this semi-soft white cheese. Yep. Amazing. Crazy. We're going to eat this cheese a little more proudly, but also feel like, damn, this guy was a fucking mm -hmm. dick. Yeah. A little guilty. It's a trip. Yeah, it's such a trip. Yeah, now I feel bad for writing It's a double-edged sword. But again, he fucked white people over, so it's all good. It's a white-on-white crime. Yeah, you can't like damn, that's sad. We don't we're not for crime, but it's white on white crime, so we can't tell y'all what That's the do. most acceptable kind of crime. Yep. But anyway, thanks again for you sticking sticking through that. You're always educating and, um, us all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep it coming. Keep them coming, man. Yeah, let me know again if you're listening. I I'm definitely getting emails. I, I love slip into his DMs. Yeah, slip into the DMs. Let me know what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about it. Fuck yeah. Especially if it's cheese related. Yeah. Love me some queso. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, until till next time, till next week, whenever this comes again. The times of Rona, nothing's ever secure any, no. anymore. No. Uh, we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Bye. Bye.